Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of June 14th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Renford. Hello, everyone. Yeah, today, Gray is unable to be with us. However, I am more or less filling in his place, and I will be talking about the articles that he has so kindly provided for this week. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, we lost both Luna and, and Gray this week. So, um, Renford offered to help in and pinch out this week, so I'm very thankful for that. Well, as always, I am very thankful for the opportunity to speak about music with, with you. Yep, yep, yep. How have you been? Uh, I've been great. This week, this week was very tiring for me, but um, I'm glad that I'm glad it's the weekend. Um, what sort of music have you been listening to lately? Uh, been listening to my juicy playlist, the usual, and the Review Starlight Relive's official soundtrack because goddamn that game, <laughs> goddamn that game. <laughs> I guess all I have to say is well. Well, so yep. they they had the whole Bang Dream and Review Starlight like f- summer festival this past week in Japan, ah, right, and right. like they announced that w- Frontier School is releasing their front uh, their first CD. So that's the school that has uh, Endo Endo. What's her name? The girl that voices your favorite character in Bang Dream, Himari. Voices Himari. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, shoot. Memory. Um. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. F- Frontier School is going to be doing their first official single, and a good friend of mine at the comic book shop that I go to actually really likes Frontier School. He he really likes the main girl from that one, so I'm probably going to pick him up. That. What sucks is the week, the two weeks before I go. To Japan to come visit you and go to all the lovely festivals. They'll be doing a release event, and um, who's the girl from Melky Holmes? That's also in Bank. Um, that's also in Review Starlight Names. I cannot remember them. <laughs> names. Um. Wait. Uh, Mimori Suzuko. Right. Oh, not Mimorin. Oh, no, no, not Mimorin. The oh. other. <laughs> the other one. Wait. She plays Hikari. In, in, in she... Bang Dream. No, in a uh, review. Oh, <laughs> wait. What? There's another Monkey Holmes say you in review Starlight. Yes, uh, Mikoi. <laughs> Mikoi is in review Starlight. Yeah. She oh, plays the... she is. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so Sasaki Mikoi, um, and. Uh, Mimori Suzuko are both very, very popular seiyus that were both in the anime, or I guess the media project known as Milky Holmes, which unfortunately is no longer a thing. Rest Push in F. peace. But yeah, press F right now. Three, two, one. All right. Yeah. Everyone, everyone collectively pressed F and paid their condolences, paid their respects at one time. And... I appreciate that, and I'm sure they appreciate that too. But yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah. Besides that, I've been actually 
I'm preparing for our corners podcast for next week. So I've been mm. going through all 40 artists of our music corners. And that's been uh been a trudge because there was a lot of music that I personally found I'm like like I said, most of the corner artists, 90% of them I found. <laughs> yes, thank you for all your hard work, Ken. Uh, <laughs> for better or for worse. Um, while all of those artists are great, yeah, we definitely have a work cut out for next week. So, you and I both, as well as the other two, right? Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, besides that, what have you been listening to, Rufford? I guess this past week, I have found myself listening to a lot more of She Is Summer. Uh, I know... That's an artist that you really like yourself, Ken. I was listening to Miracle Food, which has the songs uh, Darling Darling and Highway Records. And I was also listening to... Uh, I st- I'm still listening to Sheena Ringo's um, son. Oh my god. I'm still listening to Sheena Ringo's most recent release. Uh, <laughs> So, so as a fan, you, how do you like it? <laughs> it's good. It's see, okay, so just 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 so I get this out there, so no one comes after me with a pitchfork. I I I consider myself a Shane Ringle fan, oh, uh, but a, a casual fan, you know. I I'm not gonna pretend like I know everything there is about her. She's definitely one of my top three, I guess, favorite artists of all time, of all time, you know, in, like her discography historically we're not talking about how she's been recently but yeah um i think sando kushi is better than a lot of of the hardcore fans say it is i understand many of the gripes that people have with it um especially considering the fact that there were only really i believe three brand new songs on the album that we haven't heard before. Uh, so if you're a really big fan of all of the collabs that she had been doing uh, leading up to this release, then I guess you'll like this album a lot because it's basically just a lot of collab songs. It's, been, it's basically like a compilation of a lot of her most recent collab songs with a few new songs rather than it is a whole brand new album. So if you think of it that way, it's fine. I guess by now I've I don't have the same attachment I've had to her artistry as I did in the past. And so considering what it's been Wow. So called Samen Kui no Hana came out in 2003. Let's do math. 16 years? 2003 was 16 years ago. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> okay, so it's been 16 years since she's released something like really amazing. So, yeah, you know, after being disappointed long enough, you just your expectations are lowered and, you know, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. If you have lower expectations, you can enjoy more. I enjoyed He Izu Tokoro, uh, aka Sunny. Mm. I enjoyed it a lot because... By that point in time, it had been already many years since 
what many people would consider to be her best work or her her string of best works. So, you know, just just if I want to put my snob shoes on, I can probably tear into Sando Kushi as 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 well as, as well as anyone else could. But you know, I don't have to have those on. I can just listen to it, <laughs> listen to the nice some a, a couple of uh you know nice duets. Um, she does have good songs on there. I don't have the track list on hand. The closing song is really good. It's it's a new song that we haven't heard before, and mm. it's I feel like it's she hasn't made a song, I guess that creative in a while. And but Kamisama Hotokisama is a good single. And yeah. So, I wouldn't give it a rating, but I, I'd say that, yeah, it's worth a listen. And I've also been listening to, um, let's see, I've also been listening to a few Western artists. I, have been lis- I haven't been listening to a lot of new things. I've been listening to uh, Harvey Danger, if, if people are familiar with that. I don't want to talk about that too much because this isn't a Western music podcast, but I've also been listening to... The most recent release by Tyler, the creator, um, Goblin. No, Slayer. Okay, sorry if I got the name wrong. But anyway, yeah, that's what I've been listening to lately. Oh, and Yogi New Waves. That's right. Oh baby. So, I recently kind of got into them. I've heard them before, but it wasn't until their most recent release that uh, I I really kind of got into it. So. Oh, sorry. The Tyler create the Tyler the Creator release was is Igor. It's called Igor. Anyway, yeah. Thank you for that. And moving forward, we're going on to our news of the week, mostly release news, like usual. And we kind of have one big news, but we'll leave that for last. And to start off, it is popular korean group shiny uh, or shine I, I never knew how to say this correctly please don't attack me fans <laughs> but popular member of that group taemin announced that he will be dropping a brand new mini album on august 28th currently not much is known about it except that it will release with six truck total and it will include latest release want back in february and it will be his third overall mini album in the japanese market and it will, st- it will also drop with three different editions a standard cd only edition and two limited editions simply called type a and type b you can check out the differences on both type a and b on our site he also announced that he'll be holding his first arena live tour called tayman arena tour 2019 x in which the x will probably change when the name of the album actually gets released but mm. if you are a fan of Tamin, like i know there are a lot of people you can check out the site for the arena tour dates and you can also pre-order the mini album because it's available on city japan as of this writing yeah i'm sorry i don't know how to say i think it's shiny but that's that's actually just based on uh, what other other art, uh, other, well, other Westerns fans say. Yeah, I, so I'm I say not that sure if that's actually correct. 
there are people that call it Shine, and I, I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, names, you know, names can be pronounced differently. I, I, I personally don't take offense if people say my name wrong, but I know some people do. So please, like Ken oh. just said, please do not come after us. We are just trying our best to report the news. You know, but yeah, continuing on. Up-and-comer singer-slash-songwriter Karen announced that she'll be releasing her first album, Identity Crisis, on October, not October, excuse me, on August 7th. Debuting last year while still in high school, Karen is looking to book and her first year in the industry with a very heavily emotional album. Dropping with a text total, Identity Crisis will include recently released track, I.O. Saken de Mat. Mita, which will be released in CD-only edition. Along with the announcement of the album, she also dropped the music video for I.O. Sakin de Mita, which was choreographed by famous video photographer Mishiro Fumiko, who has also worked with other very famous up-and-coming female vocalists such as Aimeon, Aimeon and Aimer, which leaves a very, very bright future for Karen. Unfortunately, there are no pre-order links at the time of reporting this, but you can check out the track listing and the music video for I.O. Mita below on our website. Yeah, so this is the first time I heard of uh, Karen or Karin Karen. Um, Yeah, it's, I guess as a female singer-songwriter, it's, Reading that Aimeon is is someone that the videographer I worked with before, she really kind of is in the same vein, right? So she makes songs that are you know easy to relate to, easy on the ears, easy on the ears, and very nice and smooth indeed. Yes, yes. I don't want to say she's the next Aimeon because Aimeon is right here, right here, right now. But yeah. She's she 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 should have a bright future ahead of her, especially considering she's so young too, and like finding this kind of success, right? So, but yeah, continuing on, popular voice actress turned vocalist Yui Horie announced that she will be releasing a brand new album called Bungaku Shoujo no Kashu on July tenth. The album will be the latest physical release by Horie since her 2015 hit. World and No Niwa, and we'll drop with 12 tracks total, and will include such hits as Stay With Me and Asymmetry. The album will also include several new tracks, such as Shukan Shoto, which was written by famed um, songwriter Ryuji no Kiyoshi, and several songs will have been have written by Horie herself. The album will drop with two different editions, a standard CD-only edition and a CD plus photo book limited edition, which you can pre-order on our site. Also, check out the track listing and the music video for Asymmetry on our site also if you guys are so aptly wanting to watch this. It's interesting that King is doing this. So a lot of these you turn music or artists, vocalists, they're all run by King. Mm, yeah, I've noticed that too. Because Yuma, I, Yuma yeah. is also Yuma's on King. By, I believe his sister Maya is also on King too. On King, I think was it Pure's 
like releases were on King? Or I could be wrong. No, I think hers was Universal. Okay. Okay. I think universal. it was. I, th- I think it was Universal. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But they have a good market of all these Seiyu artists. I guess it would make sense, right? Like if a record label more or less kind of has a a good number of Seiyus that they released already, that people you know would be. Looking to like maybe King Records YouTube channel or their social media or even their website to see news on new releases and so I guess if they're looking forward to to seeing more releases by Seiyus it makes sense for them to be the ones to release those right. So. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, but anyway, moving forward. So for our next article, um, AMA t- lights the torch. So following the success of her previous single, artist Aimer or Aime in Japanese announced that she will be releasing a brand new single titled Torch, which will be dropped on August 14th. So Torch is being used for the upcoming historical anime, Vinland Saga, which is set in early 11th century England. So Torch uh, will be released in three editions. The standard edition will be CD only while the limited pressing edition will come with both a CD and a DVD. And the limited edition will be released with a CD, a CD, a DVD, along with special packaging featuring Vinland Saga. So you can pre-order your copy of Torch uh, by visiting the article on our website. There's a link that will take you to CD Japan. And you can also check out her previous single video, which we have linked in the article on our page, um, which was titled I Beg You. And so AMA has been, she, she has a pretty extensive discography for, I guess, anime related releases. So yeah, I, yeah, I am really, I, really excited for this release. I really did like Penny Rain and her Sundance, her dual um double album drop that she did earlier in the year i really really liked those releases and i'm like mm. ever since um we covered her like a couple weeks back or a couple months back now i've been slowly but surely becoming a fan of hers i see i actually <laughs> so i haven't really listened to like that her most recent releases that closely I did listen to her a lot back in 2015. Um, her album Dawn was on my heavy rotation for a long time. So, yeah. You should great. listen Listen to 3 Minute. 3 Minute is a really good song. It's sweet and to the point because it is a song in 3 minutes. <laughs> I'll be sure to check it out. But yeah, with that continuing on... Lovely vocalist Rei Yasuda announced that she will be releasing a brand new double A-side single called Over and Over and Dazzling Tomorrow. This news comes after her latest hit Blooming was released this couple couple weeks ago. And Yasuda commented that both tracks stating that Over and Over is going to be a comforting song and is going to be just like that special someone who is deeply and emotionally will touch you to your core. I don't know if I want a song that does that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, maybe if that's what I want. But 
Please, please don't touch me if uh, I don't ask you to. <laughs> you gotta buy me dinner first, man. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. You gotta do a lot of things first. <laughs> she also mentioned that Dazzling Tomorrow will be served as the insert song for the popular Japanese cosmetic Puans. Puyan? I don't, I don't know how to say that. Uh, I'm not sure. And <laughs> <laughs> her upcoming batch of commercials. Which is interesting. It's like a flower, like lotion thing. I don't know. Japan and their their cosmetics is up the woos mm, sometimes. Okay. But the single will not only drop with the double A sides, but also drop with the instrumental versions for the tracks, making it a four track total playlist. And will drop with two different editions: a CD over standard edition and a CD plus DVD limited edition. The DVD will include both music videos for Over and Over and Dazzling Tomorrow. And you can pre-order both editions on our site, which will link you to CD Japan. You can also check out on the site where we have the small preview of Dazzling Tomorrow. So she looks all nice and shiny on it. So you can go check that out. It always throws me off when a song is released under like the premise of it being like the insert song for like something, right? Like I guess it makes sense if it's the insert song for like a. Movie or a series or something, but whenever you hear like it's an insert song for a commercial or something, it's like, oh, okay, well, especially like seeing the video itself, right? The video itself even says, like in the title, that it's the CM song for Pua Pua. I don't know. I- I'm not used to that yet. I think it's a good song. But... Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> and continuing on up is the lovely. Four-member rock band Sumika announced a couple of things, actually. They announced that on the day before their new single dropped, they will be having a brand new video collection called Music Video Tree Volume 1 and 2, dropping on July 31st. And Sumika stated that, like, they want their video collection, this particular video collection, to be passed down to future generations so that it can be a piece of work that lives on forever, so to speak. And, you know, it's interesting that they kind of took that approach and why it's called Music Video Tree. <laughs> so like a family tree sort yeah. of thing. Her, her, her. But yeah, it will drop with two different editions, a two-disc DVD edition and a single Blu-ray edition. It will include hits like Lovers, Chime, Faction... And several interviews along with each of those, uh, each of those music videos. What's interesting enough is popular illustrator Yugo lent his talents by designing the very wholesome cover for the collection. Looks like something that you would pass down <laughs> to your <laughs> generations. But anyway, you can pre-order both of those on our site. And that wasn't the only news that Sumika just announced. A day later, on the same day as the official release for their their single, Equal and Traveling, they dropped both of the music videos for it because they are Sony, and Sony doesn't want to give the music videos on the official release. They're going to make you buy the album for that. But oh, they baby. are... Oh, Sumika is very gracious enough to actually drop it both on their YouTube channel. I'm quite actually surprised because, you know, Sony, Sony, they don't really like doing things internationalized unless it's through Venmo or, or, or Vimo or whatever the hell the international music music channel is. 
I guess they gotta change to keep up with the times, huh? I guess. <laughs> they only let a couple of artists do this because I know Yunezu Kenshi also does that. Mm. Even though he's a, he's a Sony artist. But yeah. Equal embodies the theme of dreams and reality and is played alongside footage of their latest concerts. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, traveling features a more focused story-driven music video between a couple and their love stories and all that hijinks that ensues there. And it has leader Junusuke taking a more vocal-heavy approach in traveling compared to Equal, which I really liked. I really, really liked traveling, and I was debating whether or not to pick this up. But Yeah, same here. Both traveling and Equal are really different songs, but so traveling... Traveling is a really chill, chill out kind of song, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's chill. It's like a chill kind of groovy kind of song, right? I, I like that a lot too. It's it's the songs. It's done in the style that I've been really, really enjoying lately. I've, ever mm-hmm, since the mm-hmm. end of 2018, 2019 now, I've been really enjoying this, this style. So I really appreciate it. Not that I don't mind the rock heavy version of Equal. Equal is a great song in and of itself. And... I can't wait to go see them actually because they're playing at Rock in Japan and we also got tickets. So I'm quite ye- happy ye- for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But yeah, Equal and Traveling will drop with two different editions a CD only standard edition and a two disc CD limited edition, which the second disc will include a live sound rip of their latest live tour event from Fanfare, the Sen. Riku To event, which took place at Zip Tokyo back in November of last year, so it's pretty cool that they actually got live concert rips. So I'm actually looking forward to picking that up if I could. Right. Wait. So since you brought it up, is Sumika playing on the day that we're going? Yep, they are. They are. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm looking forward to that then. <laughs> yeah. So. So. That's a that's another like group that I was like oh yeah I can't believe that Sumika's going I wouldn't mind oh wow. I wouldn't mind oh I can't believe either <laughs> <laughs> well so, yeah. so so on on that note like I was I was talking to Ken a little bit before we started the podcast uh, <laughs> so because these two articles came out in such a close succession on the site when I was going through all of the articles before um the uh, the podcast <laughs> when um our uh, most recent article uh showcasing the the two mu- music videos for equal and traveling came out when i was watching those two videos i just couldn't help but think wow this is so like they de- i this feels like deja vu right now i feel like i've heard these songs somewhere before wow maybe maybe like it's something from my soul right <laughs> Only to find out that the reason why the song sounded so familiar was because I had literally listened to the preview for both songs not even thirty minutes prior. But <laughs> good, good, good songs, good songs. Please, please check them out. Please check out Sumika. If it touches your soul, right? <laughs> yeah, it really did. I, I mean, my memory is bad, but it's not that bad. I guess when I was reading the first article. I don't know. I guess I didn't really you, think you about blank, who it was. You just, you just blanked on who it was. Yeah, well, I, I just thought, okay, you know, this band is having this, uh, 
music video compilation. Like, okay, that's cool. Oh, the songs are good. Okay, next. And then when it came to the actual article with the two music videos, that's when it really hit me. It's like, oh, wow, yeah, these are great songs. Oh, where have I heard them before? Oh, well. And anyway, that's a tangent. <laughs> okay, next on our list is Aimeon. So Aimeon smells the night air in a new single. So popular artist Aimeon announced that she will be releasing a brand new single on July 24th, which will be titled Manatsu no Yoru no Niyoi ga Seru. So it's to be used for the upcoming drama Heaven, a Goraku restaurant, which is about a French restaurant that opens up in the middle of a cemetery. Back in January, Aimeon made an appearance on Music Hero alongside popular actress Ishihara Satomi, who is one of the stars in the series. And at that time, Aimeon remarked that ever since her appearance on Music Hero, she has looked forward to working with Ishihara again. So, Manatsu no Yoru no Niyoi ga Suru is only featuring a standard release, which will consist of a mere three tracks total. You can pre order your copy. Uh, on the article on our website, and you can also check out the full track listing、uh, on that said article. And if you would like to, you can listen to Marigold, which <laughs> I'm sure many people are already familiar with, but we also have that video linked、uh, in the article on our page as well. Yeah, so Aimeon! Aimeon is such a household name at this point in time, right? I mean, she could have just worked with Aimee. And she could have got the same instance. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.、Uh, so, a fun fact Aimeon, Aimeon is playing. Aimeon. <laughs> okay, sorry. Aimeon is performing at the Rock in Japan festival that we're going to, but she's not playing on a day that we're going to, unfortunately. I know、um, Gray would definitely like to go and see her. I mean, I would like to go and see her too. I would like, I would love to go and see her. I wish I could go, but we have a big client coming in like the day after I arrive back home, so I can't. Yeah, and it doesn't help that, you know,、um, the Rock in Japan Festival is so spread out. For people who don't know,、uh, I guess originally, the first few times they had, it was a three day festival spread over the weekend, so it would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three consecutive days in a row. But, Uh, for a while now, they've been having it as a five day festival spread over two weekends. So、uh, we are going to go on the third. And, you know, unfortunately, in order to go see anyone on the second weekend, that would require staying a week longer, right? So, yeah. You know,、uh, if, if any of our listeners. Or, or, or site visitors back at home, you know, has the liberty of being able to take off that much time from work. By all means, please go right ahead. Go, go, go right now. And, and in fact, you might want to try and get tickets as soon as possible because there is a raffle system.、Uh, and I think one of the last raffles is coming up pretty soon. So. Yeah, Japan yeah, and the raffle this... system, man. I just, I just don't understand. Yeah. Well, we got in, so that's all that matters. Continuing on, it is the lovely, lovely anti establishment idol group, 
bis b i s now not b i s h i don't know this 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 company that makes um is like so, it's so confusing when i have to do these it, articles yeah it's 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 pretty confusing i i i like both but like when i if i just hear it i i, I don't really know which one they're ta- you're talking about so but yeah after their very successful single are you ready they formally announced that they will be bringing on a third generation of the group and they will be debuting on their new upcoming album brand new idol society on August 14th. The announcement of the third generation came as a surprise during their Tokyo My Navi Blitz event this past week. And the group had stated that they had over 2,000 girls come in and audition and narrowed it down but to five. And to place lovely, lovely code names. They have very, very interesting code names. You can go check it out on our site if you want to go see it because they're, they're just bad bad poop crazy man <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> to say the least yeah yeah the, the third generation hope to impress their former generation members and help elevate bis even more brand new idol society which holds the s- same name as the group debut idol bomb back in 2011 is meant to be a refresh restart of search as they'll be releasing with 13 tracks Currently, not much is known about the album, except that it will feature a CD-only standard release, and we'll update you guys when more news is available. In the meantime, you can check out their latest music video, Are You Ready?, on our site. And I am actually really, really excited for this, because, like I said, when B.I.S. Bish does stuff, I know I'm going to be in for a good time, because they do some balls-to-the-wall insane stuff that I just love for idol groups because they do something that needs to evolve the genre, so to speak. Yeah. Are you ready? I am ready. I am late. <laughs> I am lady. Oh, okay. Well, we don't have to talk about uh, Idol Master, but uh, <laughs> I guess uh, speaking of shaking up the, uh, the industry, moving on to our next article. We have Tokyo Performance Doll. So Tokyo Performance Doll turns five. A female idol group, Tokyo Performance Doll, turned five years old on July 11th and celebrated by releasing a brand new single the very next day. So on June 12th. The brand new single, titled Super Duper, is being used as the commercial song for Yukata and Swimsuit 2019 at Yome Town Mall located in Hiroshima. Super Duper was released with nine editions. The standard edition will be a CD-only uh, edition, while six of the limited editions will also be CD-only. The limited editions will f- each feature a unique member of the group on the cover, one for each member. The last two editions will include limited edition type A, which will include a CD and Blu-ray, and limited edition type B, which will include a CD and DVD. You can order your preferred edition in the article on our website. And if you like, you can also check out the complete track listing for all nine editions uh, in that article as well. And so unfortunately, uh, in the article, we did not have a link to Super Duper, as it was not av- uh, available on YouTube at the time. 
But if you would like to check out their song, Junai Chaos, we do have a video of that in the article. So please go and check that out. Well, that's all I can say. <laughs> they, they did the Korean approach, huh? Where they had every single member have their own release. <laughs> hey, man, you know, it, it works. It works. So if you I, are I... if you are a fan of Tokyo Performance Doll, feel free to purchase to your heart's desire. I know it works. I know damn well it works. Yeah, and and we're not saying this in any sort of condescending way, as as we have both been uh, really deep idol fans of uh, other groups. We have uh, both respectively, but. Different editions of the same thing on multiple occasions, so it's fine. It's fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. We understand. We understand. <laughs> Continuing on up, Indie Corning Darling, Narkaitaki not only revealed the CD jacket cover for their upcoming mem- mini album Memories, but they also revealed, uh, released the live performance of their lead song for the mini album Yug- Yugure Sensei on their official YouTube channel. Dropping on July 24th, Memories will be the latest release done by the band since their album won back in December of last year and will release with a CD-only edition. And as previously reported, lead guitarist Asahi remarked that the group experimented with several different sounds and styles for Memories and hopes that fans are just as excited as they are for the album. Just as one, Memories' cover will be also be illustrated by vocal and rhythm guitarist Mosa, which is very, very, very cute, I guess. <laughs> you can check. The live performance footage from Yugure Sensor was also taken back in March during Narkartaki's One Band Live for Tokyo's WWW Live House, and you can give it a watch in the, on the site. You can also pre-order it in the links of pre-order memories in the links below. And check out the track listings on our site also. Oh man, so uh, this isn't the first live performance that they've uh, uploaded onto YouTube. But, you know, seeing all of their lives, it just makes me so thankful that we will both be going to see them in, in August, right? Darn Skippy. <laughs> oh man, and it's the full band too. Everyone, everyone is here. Everyone, well, <laughs> everyone's here. Well, in case people don't know, which they probably don't, this is kind of an inside joke. Just because for the longest time, their keyboardist, um, who is under the um, handle Papaya Ayaka on Twitter, for the longest time she wasn't considered an official member of the band. Until very recently, and so this was despite her pretty much like performing in every song and being in almost every video up until yeah. that point. Yeah, she so was the in fact that every single video. She was actually in everything, actually literally everything. <laughs> so it was just like, oh well. I mean, I guess if you don't want to be official, that's fine. But you know, everyone knows. What the, the moment you're official in anything is the moment that you can actually do more stuff and take a more active role. And so, looking forward to seeing the full five-member Nekritalki in August. <laughs> They're great. They're great. That's all. I, I, I can't say that enough. No one sounds like them right now. And I don't know. Like, Mosa, like, as a fan, 
I'm not gonna. This this is not raggy on her, but you know, if it was anybody but her, and including uh, an arrangement like a, a, a behind her voice that was any different, it could you know it it might not be very pleasant to listen to, right? She's not like a, an R and B singer or anything like that, yeah. but really, they just kind of craft their sound around this sort of controlled chaos right Con- controlled cute chaos and it's just it's just great so i know a bunch of people who are, are, are friends of mine you know excluding you know not, not including ken who are you know now big fans of necrite talkie as well so you know i'm glad that we were able to cover them when we did and i'm glad that hopefully we will be able to report about how the live is that we go to, right? Darn Skippy. <laughs> very, very excited. But yeah, continuing on to our last piece of release news, and that is Ink, our other lovely little three-member indie darling, dropped the music video for their upcoming... Oh, well, they dropped the music video for their song, Crossing. On their on Pvide's official YouTube channel, which is now their new label, this music video is meant to bridge the release of their digital release Crossing and the new album Crossing, which is going to be released next week. Crossing will drop with 11 tracks total and will have a CD-only standard release, composed to the beast baits of Queen's hit song "Another One Bites the Dust." Crossing gives Ink's unique fusion twists which fans are just in love with along with now stunning vocals that just brings the track as a whole and as i just love their videographer whoever their videographer is for this group it's just amazing because every single music video that they have done employs this very unique sense of lighting which i just love 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 yeah, it really matches their aesthetic too, right? Because a lot of their songs are this very loungy sort of, uh, you know, night uh, kind of uh, chill kind of theme songs. So like just seeing, you know, the setting for all these videos being in this sort of like night, like light kind of uh, aesthetic. Yeah, it really matches with their song, huh? Yep, yep, yep. You can pre-order the lovely CD4 Crossing. On our site, you can also check up the track listing and the music video in question. But yeah, continuing on to this week's music corner, and it is the lovely little pop rock band, Tiny Young. They are a four-member band that formed back in 2017 and gives the, aligns themselves as a fresh genre of alternative pop. Tiny Young creates this lovely, beautiful sound which is a very breath of fresh air for a genre where bands are just dime a dozen now, where it's just a lead vocal, a lead female vocalist along with a four-member band. <laughs> There's just so many of them now. It's it's <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There just there there are a lot of them. That that's all we have to say. Yeah. Their songs, <laughs> Yuake no Hoshi and Negoto shows out their their uniqueness from that that makes them stand out. While both tracks seem to have a fairly simple competi- uh, composition at first for first-time listeners, 
you know, Megumi, who is the vocal and keyboardist for the band, has a very powerful yet soothing vocals that are mixed into the comp composition, which dial it up dramatically. And, you know, this might not be a thing you notice on your first time listen, but, you know, after listening to them a couple times, you know, they take their listeners on this lovely lovely ride, so to speak, of delightful sounds and composition that fans of the pop rock genre might not have experienced before. And it's it's nice to see that, that there are still new things for this genre that, you know, like I said, they're diamond dozen. There, there, there's a new one popping up almost every other week now. But well, I mean, going to uh, going to concerts in Japan and uh, seeing live house lineups for you know just uh, the live house down the street and whatnot. Yeah, I I know. Um, yeah, a lot of people are trying to match this formula, right? Because there have been many successful bands. Uh, you know, it it helps that. I feel like I feel I don't feel like this is a sexist thing to say at all. Like just uh, you know the higher registry of female vocals just sounds it sounds really good in in Japanese, so I think a lot of people recognize that right, and so they try to craft like this uh, sort of indie rock sound maybe um, with elements of other genres maybe like shoegaze or like uh, I don't know a lot of city pop bands do this too right, but um, Tiny Young. Yeah, well, so listening to Yoake no Hoshi, you would think that just based on the facts, oh, you know, it's just another band. And listening to the song itself, it feels like it should just be another song by another band. But this is a really good song. Like, I think talking to Ken about it a little bit earlier, I was trying to place my finger on exactly what, like, what makes it stand out from the rest, right? Ah. Uh, I feel like there's this very delicate balance, and I've talked about this for other artists, where, you know, there's more or less a formula, right? Like, a song structure that, you know, most artists would want to follow to be uh, accessible. And when you embellish on that, you know, formula, whether it's like, you know, intro, uh, verse, chorus, this sort of thing, right? Uh, people will either try to follow it too closely and you know try to emulate a lot of other sounds of other bands too closely and they will lose their personality completely and others will try too hard to i don't know be too flashy or just try to force something right that sounds different whereas it just comes off as over the top but this song is just right in the middle right i feel like the there's a nice balance between the guitar and the piano, which forms, I guess, the core of this uh, this piece, right? Because they're both, I guess, the root note, right? For for people, I guess, who are interested in that kind of thing, would be played by the bass. So the bass is fairly static, and that allows the guitar and the piano to more or less have this harmony. That kind of goes back and forth and there isn't this dynamic of like oh, this guitarist is playing the rhythm and they're playing the the, the the root chords so there's this really nice interlacing between the piano and the guitar with a lot of reverb and it just creates this nice texture like headspace right because it's all very trebly 
but it's it's it creates this nice mid headspace, which fills the middle, and perfectly balances the bass on the low end with the vocalist's you know nice clean vocals up top, right? So that combined with the the drummer, you know, as a drummer uh, myself, I appreciate the rhythm in this track because he has a, he also has a very good sense of dynamics in this song too. It's not. He's not pushing forward uh, and being too distracting, but it, he has a nice groove, and it's it's not it's not you know forgettable as well either, right? So yeah, I think if they are able to continue being able to strike this nice balance uh, while adding their you know their own art musician artistry to it. Yeah, I think I can see them getting really popular, right? Because a lot of people, even really popular artists, and I, <laughs> I was talking to Ken about this, but I'm not gonna name names. But cer certain artists are, uh, you know, they either do a little bit too much or a little bit too little at certain times. But if Tiny Yan can more or less, I'm not saying they should make the same song, but if it seems like through this song, they have a good. Each member seems to have a good sense of their role and how they can each together craft a really a work of art, right? Without any part coming off too strong, I feel like they're gonna have a good future ahead of them. So, yeah, like I'm actually really agreeing with this. I kind of lucked out actually finding this group and. Like I said, you know, pop rock, when I was doing specifically only bands for Indie Corner and stuff like that, 40 Corners, it was really hard to try and identify what is different now. But I only listened to them once, and I already knew for a fact that I was like, they bring something new to the table that is so interesting, and I just can't help but want to share it to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes doing something new isn't necessarily doing something jarring, right? A lot of artists in this day and age, it, there seems to be a space race, uh, more or less, you know, uh, figuratively speaking, where a lot of people are kind of stuck. Like the the music scene, uh, you know, it kind of evol evolves on its own, but it's it's hard to predict what the next thing is going to be, right? So a lot of artists not wanting to be left in the dust, will try really hard to do something different. And in doing so, sometimes it feels too forced, sometimes it feels too jarring. But sometimes, the best thing you could do that just sounds fresh is just learning how to do something well, right? Just figuring out just the right balance, the right timing, right? Mm -hmm. for, for, for being able to evoke all the right emotions, right? Because that's yeah. really what music is all about, right? And so, yeah. I don't necessarily feel like Tiny Yan does anything groundbreaking, but I feel just because there's just they have such a tight sound, mm. uh, it just sounds like their game is at a different level from a lot of their peers, right? So I yeah. think that's what makes it sound really good. So I'll be looking forward to any release done by them for the future now. So even more so definitely but yeah you can check out 
everything that they have done, which is the two EPs, the swimming, seemingly and breather, and Yuake no Hoshi Negoto, which was also released earlier this year. On our site, you can also check out that they will be also performing in this year's Rojack Rock in Japan Festival. So the Rojack one is the the more smaller one for the Rock in Japan Festival. They're still related in some way, but they're it's a much more smaller festival compared to Rock in Japan. Right. Which I is believe good. Rojack is in July, right? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. But feel free to check that out on your own, listeners. Oh yeah, right here. It's a, it's a one day. It's a one day festival. Uh, on July thirteenth. What's 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 interesting is it's a lot of, honestly, a lot of indie groups. <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't seen the lineup for this festival yet. I I heard of the festival, but because of the timing, I, I wasn't planning on going, and because I wasn't planning on going, I didn't plan on looking on the. Looking at the lineup, but looking at it now, yeah, there are a lot of uh, people that we've talked about. You know, the she's the she's gone, ghostlike girlfriend. Did we talk about Tendoji? No, I don't think we did. Oh, no, Nekritaki! No. Wow, Nekritaki's going. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love Pelican Fan Club. If uh, any listeners are familiar with them, Mole Seventy Four. Wow. Shoot, I wish we could go. <laughs> wow. Oh, but it's only a one-day festival, so unfortunately, you know what that means. Even if you have uh, maybe a number of your favorite artists playing there, I hope you know how to split yourself up into, you know, be more than one place at one time. <laughs> What's that yeah. jutsu? Uh, that kage bunshi no jutsu. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's all I gotta say. If you've never been to a festival, uh, good luck going to your first festival. Because uh, uh, I hope your favorite artists are not playing at the same time. I'm... Oh yeah, we're gonna be so screwed if <laughs> if a lot of our favorite artists are gonna be playing for rock. Yeah, you can't really do anything about that. You just gotta um, learn some magic or flip a coin. <laughs> That's all there is to it. I don't know any yep, magic. Yep, yep. So <laughs> I think it's just going to come down to the coin toss. But but yeah, you can check out the link to their official site and Twitter on our site also. And you can also check out the music video for Yuake no Hoshi on our site too. Just give them a listen. But yeah. And with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here. It was an interesting week. <laughs> Yeah, to say the least. I think so. so. I missed last week, um, so I I don't really have anything to compare it to. But how, so, how do you feel that this week compared to last week's? It's better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, there's there's a couple songs in particular that we'll talk about, but yeah, last week was was rough. <laughs> well. I'll take your word for it. And if it's rough, uh, I guess it can only get better, huh? We are going to start at the number 10 here, which is which is Ishii by 
HKT48, which is interesting because I don't know why her this particular single came back up again. Maybe Sashi Hada's in the news. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I I haven't been following the news news. I mean, she's around, right? She's 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 on variety shows and all that kind of stuff, right? So. I'm not sure what could have sparked it. But, you know, Ishii's a good song. And like I said, it was a much better send-off than Shiori Days. <laughs> I would agree 100% with that. So, Yeah, Ishii's, uh, I guess, for people who haven't listened to it before. It was the send-off for Sashihara Rino, right? Yes, yes, or yes. Was it? Yeah, it was, it was the last song that she did before graduating. And uh, yeah, it's it's a very it's got a nice upbeat feel to it. It's very catchy. It's a good song. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely sixteen thousand seven hundred and fifty-eight points. And going on up, it is Pretender, once again by Official Hagedism. So, is this the first time you've been listening to this song, or no, no? I, I've heard Official. I've I've heard um, this song in particular before. I think when it first came onto the um, Oricon charts, but since then, just listening to it more, I don't know. It's really grown on me. Like even this week, listening to it, it's it's grown on me more since since, since the last time too. So I I I get why it's still popular. Um, just talking a little bit about uh this before the podcast with Ken. You know, it's it's not like it's not like they're doing you know anything new per se. But this is such a good song. It's so catchy. It's just, it's such a catchy song. It's, um, I know in the past, you know, these sort of piano-driven um, pop rock groups were popular. But there aren't really a lot of groups like Official Hagedism right now, right? I could be completely off the mark. But I feel like this sort of piano-driven pop rock sound, it just isn't... It's not the trend right now, but I feel like because it's not the trend right now, their take on it is just really refreshing. It's a really nice song. I'm listening to it right now in the background. I know the people, uh, you can't hear it in the podcast, but I, <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I like this song. And I like the mean, I like the lyrics too. It's just a, it's a really good uh, melancholic song, right? So. Mm. So luckily, we'll be also seeing them at Rock in Japan. Wait, are we? Because they'll be also oh. be playing on the day that we're going. Yeah, I remember. I memorized this the schedule since we've been since we decided that we were oh going to go. I feel like I see the schedule like every day, but I it's it just certain things don't like, don't I, click. I, don't <laughs> click. Oh yeah, they 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 are here, huh? I, I'm looking forward to the next artist that will click. Damn. Oh, oh. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, this week Pretender sold a lovely 18,476 points. And going on up, it is Machigai Sagashi by Philip. Masaki Suda. If you guys don't know, he Phil- played Philip <laughs> Philip in the Kamarite oh Double. Gosh. And he, since then, ever since he moved on from Common Rider, he rejects anything Common Rider. <laughs> but yeah, M- Machigai, <laughs> Machigai Sagashi is an amazing song. The music video, I actually sat down and watched the music video a couple times, actually, since the last time it 
came back on since last week and i i've been it's been growing on me at first i didn't really care for it all too much but you know that like i look forward to the album when it comes out because the album is coming out pretty soon yeah same here you know um for those who don't know this song was written by um yonezu kenshi right so yes oh, yes yes well spoilers spoilers but um i guess this and uh, another song i think just really showcased the range of uh, yonezu kenshi as a songwriter right i know he has a lot of fans i know he has his fair share of haters uh love him or hate him he knows how to make a hit doesn't he yes he does but yeah this week Machigai Sagashi sold a lovely 24,582 points. And going on up to number 7, it is Trendy Girl by Shiritsu Ebisu Chugaku. So I I actually, when I first heard this song, I was like, oh wow. Uh, it reminds me of something, right? Like, mm. I mm. I thought it was really... I, I Actually, I like this song. I like this song. I always like it when idol groups take a... You know, a, a non-traditional idol song composition, right? And add, you know, the idol vocals over it. It's always, it's always interesting. But yeah, uh, so if you don't know who made this song, I dare you to not look it up and just try to figure out based on listening to the song. If you already know who wrote it, well, then you already know. But should I say who wrote the song? Yeah, go right ahead. Alright, yeah, just... so it's written by Kawatani Enon. Who you may know from a little band called Gesu no Kiwami Otome, or yeah. another little band, you know, Genie High, or another band, Into the Cola End, or, you know, many of the little songs that he's written for many uh, other artists. But, um. <laughs> that, that name is uh, kind of taboo. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to say anything I shouldn't. All I want to say is once. You already once you find out that he is the one that made the composition for the song, I know it'll make sense. It'll make sense. It was him. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I like this song. It's a good song. Please listen to it. But yeah, Trendy Girl this week sold a lovely thirty-seven thousand three hundred and nineteen points. And going on up, it is the physical release of "Remember Me" by Man with a Mission. So it's been a while since we saw Men with a Mission, but this time Remember Me had their official physical release sale, so of course they will show back up again. So we said all what we usually can say about this release. In my mind, nothing really did change of what 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 it was. Yeah, it's pretty catchy. The more I listen to it, the more I get stuck in my head. Yep, yep, yep. Nothing much more. So and this week, add, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this week it sold a lovely forty-six thousand seven hundred and ninety-seven points. And going on up, it is "Sing Out" by Nogizaka forty-six. So, Gray just loved the hell out of this song. Oh, does he? Oh, uh, well, I mean, listening to "Sing Out," yeah, 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 I can see it. I, I, I hope by now. Many of our listeners and um, site visitors would have a feel for mm, the kind of songs that Gray likes, right? Yeah. Now that you mention it, this is definitely, like, I, I, I'm disappointed in myself. I should have been able to guess that this is a song that he would love. Everything is there. 
Everything is well, there. Pl- plus, his Oshiman is the center for this song. I think he he would like this sort of um like stage play musical kind of aesthetic, right? I don't mm. know. Or this kind of song, right? Yeah. Especially if his uh, Oshiman is the center. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's a catchy song. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite Nokizaka Forty Six release. Uh, but uh, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I haven't. I may not have listened to it enough yet. A lot of people seem to like it a lot. It seems to be a song that you know anyone can sing along to, right? So I will listen to it a few more times. I don't. Know. Do you have any thoughts on sing out? I rather listen to Kyun 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 No Dashte than this song. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like that song a lot. <laughs> I, like I know how you feel about that, but I don't know. It's like. It's like you know, if if if, it's like reprogramming, right? It's like brainwashing, right? Like um, if <laughs> if you're forced to watch or listen to so many things like the same time over and over and over again, even even if you hate it, it just gets stuck in your head, and you find your your brain chemistry changing, right? You adapt to it, and then before you know it, you're just singing it out loud in public. And, yep. and you can't remember what your name is or, or what you did yesterday because your identity has been lost. But there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, Sing Out sold a lovely 47,065 points this week. And going on up, it is number four with Ume no Yure by Kenshi Yunezu. So this song. I first heard this song on the radio, actually, because I'm living in Japan, right? So when I first heard this song, I didn't know um, who sang it. I, I didn't know whose song it was. And I had not seen the video. I didn't know it was tied to anything. But hearing the lyrics, hearing the the atmosphere of the composition of the song itself, it really took me into this mystical ocean, right? And I don't know. To me, that's a miracle of songwriting, right? I think, like I said... Love him or hate him. Yeah, Yonezu Kenshi really made a great song this time, for sure. I love this song. I think this is the best song he's made, in my opinion. Just because if any song, if a song can make you just take you to a place, right? Without even knowing anything about it beforehand. Only to find out that that is exactly what was intended. That's a good song, right? Yep. Yep. I know <laughs> there you had a little bit of a mix-up, right? <laughs> yeah, I originally thought this song was this song was done by by Deitch, and I actually, I honestly, I don't really, I'm not looking forward to Deitch's new release. I might change that. Sorry, Luna and Gray. I know you really, really <laughs> like Deitch, but no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, you, you, every every artist, every great artist, right? You know, even your favorite artists. You know, you're lying to yourself if you say you love every song they've ever put out, right? You know, sometimes yeah. everyone, literally everyone, puts out a song that you don't quite resonate with. So, <laughs> you know, you got this song mixed up with with that, right? Yeah. And, I, you know, I actually really like this song. And it took me the first time, actually, uh, it, it took a while because it did set the mood of just this amazing composition. And it just took you for a ride of just being in the ocean and just hearing all the sights and sound that 
Unezu does for this song is just simply, simply amazing. And A, it makes me want to buy the single immediately when it comes out. And B, it makes me want to go see the movie that this is tied to. Hopefully oh, it'll yeah. have a a American release, but... Oh, well, you know, I, I think it'll be in the theaters in August, right? Hopefully, hopefully. I have to go also see that new that new uh, movie that's done by the guy that did uh, Your Name, because he, he's, ah, another, cause right, doing another, right. he's doing another movie around in July, and I kind of would, would, would want to see that. I mean, Actually, there's a... There's like two movies I kind of go want to see. <laughs> want to see that, and I want to go see the uh, the Common Rider movie. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna have to figure that out, I guess. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I'm 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 up for as many movie dates as possible, but uh, I, I I know time is not uh, unlimited, so we can work that out. But anyway. But yeah. This week it sold a lovely fifty thousand six hundred eighty-six points, and that's just digital. So. When the physical release comes out, I know for a fact this is going to take number one. Yeah, probably. I know for a fact. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Every single time you see the Oricon and you see um, the like the avatar, like the image of the release, and it, it does, it's not an official. Like, it's just the generic Oricon news, just gray, like, default image. Yeah, you know, you know it's going to go up a, a, a few spots when that picture changes, right? So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going on up to number three, it's Hitori de Ikuruso de Sorete Humeteru and Nijugosa Isetsu by Juice Juice. Oh, A and no Isetsu. Sorry about that. What kanji? Cannot read it. Woof. <laughs> by Juice Juice. What's kind of someone Old Scarry someone So, yeah. I, I like this song a lot because, um, you know, it, it actually has a very traditional, like, sort of idol, like, pop uh, pop feel to it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's really catchy. It's it's really yeah. fun. It's a really fun song. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm, I'm speaking in particular for Hitori de Ikirare so Hometeru knows. Yeah. Yeah. That song was all right. However, I did look love Niju Gosai A.N. So Setsu. Mm-hmm. Over the Hitori de Ikeruso, it's it's an I amazing see. song because it it does more of a story compared to Hitori de, and ah, that's I see, I see, what I see. that's what I kind of did like. Not much we can say there, but yeah, Hitori de Ikeruso de sorete ne hometeru no eniju go sa ayen set setsu so they lovely 67,510 copies and going on up it is number two with gomenne hanashita kunai by magic prince so oh my god <laughs> yes i got debated with this song <laughs> yeah yeah i i think it's best for us to 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 not go too far uh into detail but um, <laughs> the the music well, okay. video is is available and go 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 take a look at that and if you don't get debated by one of the members for this group, man, we're on different planes, I guess. Yeah, all I gotta say is I I'm I'm conflicted. Seeing I'm... this makes me conflicted. 
Well, I'm... as for what kind of conflict, I'll let that be ambiguous. But um, yes. Uh, what about the song? What do, <laughs> what do you think about the song? I I think I, the song for, is. The I like song's it. all right. It's it's yeah. all right. I think they're trying to be edgy Johnnies. Oh, <laughs> okay. We can talk about the <laughs> the. So, like I said, go watch the music video for this. They they did a, like a minute preview, and there's this one one of the members. He's like they're all in like these black leather suits or jackets, except one of the members is has the sleeves torn off, but he's wearing these gloves that just just look so off balance. So like even if I'm looking at the cover for this. Uh, you, there's like a little tiny picture of the cover. I know which which member is which member because you can see the the long long little striped whiteness in the background compared to all the black mm-hmm. of what, what of this sleeveless jacket that he's supposedly wearing. The sleeveless you know. jacket with the <laughs> but he has the the, the super long <laughs> fingerless like gloves. Glo- gloves. <laughs> so so yeah, it's like, like said, he has like half sleeves, but. Not like the traditional kind of half sleeves where like it's like the sleeve goes down to like your elbow, but it's like the the sleeve is just like cut off the half sleeve and put it all the way down to his hand, so the space is from the elbow up to the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I know it's yeah. it's it's a very interesting design choice, but like I said, they they just look like characters that just need to be in Final Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> yeah, look. Ken, obviously we're a bunch of squares. Uh, these listeners are gonna think, "What the hell are they talking about? This is the style, right?" We're a bunch of dweebs. But you know, I guess, I guess I'm open to admitting that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dweeb nerd with no fashion sense. So I, po- I apologize if you're offended by my, by my our remarks. Well, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> well, it doesn't really help that if I got debated by one of the members. So. Yeah. Alright, I guess we can talk about it a little bit more. So, uh, yeah. Um, okay, no, let's not, let's not, let's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's not. <laughs> let's not, let's not, let's not. Just watch the music video for yourself and you'll know what we mean. Yeah, just if you like go- it, cheers. If you don't, cheers. Just, just check it out. Go check it out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna infect pain on you and your browser if you watch it, but. No, 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 nothing, not safe at work, nothing like that. It's all good. Yeah, 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 it's all good. But yeah, this good. week... Gomenehanashitakunai sold a lovely 84,072 points. And going on up to number one, it is Aruhi Onegai ga Kanatanda and All for You by V6. So, this song was really, really freaking good. <laughs> yeah, V6, wow. Um, you know, these guys have been around for. These guys are, uh, you know, industry pros, right? Because they've they've been in it for a while, huh? Yeah. So, um, listening to both, I guess, tracks from this single, there's a there's a nice contrast going on here. I know, uh, Ken, you didn't get a chance to listen to all for you at all, just because it it wasn't available. Uh, but yeah, since I'm in Japan, I was able to listen to the preview for all for you, and. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's got this really trendy, um, just R&B, uh, EDM sort of feel to it. And I know that sounds really bad to some people, but it was actually really good. 
So it's only a minute preview. I don't know what the whole song sounds like. I'm looking forward to hearing what the whole song sounds like. You know, these guys are. I'm not gonna call them old, but you know, they 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 just just um. You know, they're they're very oshaded, you know, men, and seeing them, uh, you know, keep up with you know the the aesthetics is it's yeah it's it's great yeah that's that's for all for you but what about Aruhi. It's it's great. So, it's actually really good. It's probably I would I wouldn't say it's the best song on this this week, but it's yeah. probably the second best. It's probably the second best. Yeah, yeah, Kenji, I liked it a lot Ken, too. Yanezi took number one, but mm-hmm. Aruhi just took something that I was like, man, this is really Johnny's, but. It's the mm-hmm. kind of Johnny's that I just love. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, they really nailed it with this one because it's, you know, um, as far as Johnny's sound, it's really easy for people to get, um, I guess, tired of it, right? To feel like it's a generic sound. But it didn't come off that way to me at all, right? Like, the traits were all there, but... It felt pretty fresh, right? Yes, it did. It honestly did. So I think that's why it was good, because it, it there was a sense of familiarity, you know. So you you know where the roots are, right? You know that they where their history comes from. But I guess in a similar vein to all for you, it's it's not stale. It's not something we've heard before. It's it's it all feels very fresh, very new, very modern for twenty nineteen. But yeah, I think that's why it's good. So please go and check it out. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but yeah, this week it sold a lovely 94,113 copies. And with that, we have some time. Let's peer over to the albums real fast here. Ooh, number one is the Icon Otoki, which is her her lovely anniversary CD set. All all 38 of her A-side singles. It's It was like a four-disc set, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm, like the right. fourth, the fourth, the fourth disc had all her, her favorite B side tracks. So, mm-hmm. oh, the ice, the best, also, so fairly well. Yeah, I go, I go, I. It, it, I guess it's been a while. I, I feel like it's been a while since we've seen like I go stuff in the spotlight, right? But like, all her songs that she's ever made, uh, they're just so easy to listen to. Like I, I I've. Gone on sprees just listening to nothing but Aiko, right? She's just a really fun artist to listen to. Her song, her her, her brand of pop is just, it's really easy to listen to. It's not offensive at all, but that doesn't make it boring. It's just, it's just really fun. So I love, I love listening to Aiko. Darn Skippy. But yeah, with that, you know, I want to, once again, thank you, Renford, for coming in and stepping up to the plate here. (laughs) No, thank you for having me. As always, I uh, I apologize for probably talking a little bit too much, but um, <laughs> hopefully, I added something of value. Yeah, that's all I hope for. <laughs> nah, it's it's fine. I I love always listening to what you what your what your point on the industry is, because you know, compared to me, Luna and Gray, you're fairly more musically in in tone of what's going on compared to all of us. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that. 
I'm just an amateur and I just listen to things very casually, right? I just, you know, I enjoy listening to Japanese music. I enjoy music in general. And if I can, if I have something to say that I feel might be of some value to other people, then yeah, I would love the opportunity to say it. And so thank you again for、um, allowing me that opportunity. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, you know, look forward to next week's. Episode because next week's episode is gonna be uh, oh, it's gonna be a doozy. I know that it's gonna be a doozy. Everyone, we're gonna have the full lineup, uh, in both senses of the word, right? <laughs> the whole lineup of artists and the whole lineup, all four of us, right? Um, yeah, everyone's here, <laughs> Everyone, yeah. everyone's gonna be here next week, so yeah, if anything. I have no idea how long that's gonna take, but it'll be a treat. I, no, I have a fairly good idea how long it's gonna take. Well, it'll be a treat. It'll be a treat because you know,、um, it's great that we're gonna have. We're taking the chance to,、um, I guess, more or less go over just all the artists we've been able to spotlight up until now, right? Because you know, surely there are some people who have been visiting the site, who have been listening to the podcast. For a while, right? But you know, really, this is great for all the people who are new, right? You know, people who who are not caught up with you know what our opinions and takes are for the artists that we spotlighted. Yeah, if anything, I think it'll be good to not only give people a review for all the stuff that we've covered, but to have them hear what we have to say because you know. It's always a lot more fun hearing people's opinions on things, right? Obviously, it can be very frustrating if those opinions don't match up with with you. But thankfully, since it's the four of us and not just one single person, we can hopefully offer a wide range of takes,、uh, of which you know everyone back at home can take something that they enjoy out of it, right? Yep. yep. That's next、and、week. You, that's next week. That's、yeah. next week. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> I've been producing it for, or. Pimping it out for the last three weeks, but it's going to be our corners podcast. So we're going to be talking about the last forty artists that we have spotlight for our indie slash music corner, and we're gonna have some fun because that <laughs> a lot of lot of lot of things happened since a the last time we did a indie corner or corners only podcast. So it'll be very very interesting to. See what happens, and I want to hear Gray's and yours's initial responses for our first twenty artists. So, yes, I will、so. do my homework. I will do my homework <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and、uh, don't be intimidated by、uh, make by by the the potential length of the podcast. If anything, yeah, because we we are just for thankful f- for. <laughs> and I know for a fact this is probably going to be like a three-hour podcast. Well, it's fine. It's fine. We we are just thankful. We, the all four of us, are very thankful for any views、uh, on the site, for any listens for the podcast. If you just click on it and you read it and you don't like it, that's fine. If you just listen、yeah. to the podcast and you don't listen like, like it, that's fine. We are just thankful that you took the opportunity, and so you don't have to sit, you don't have to feel the pressure to listen to the whole length of next week. But、yeah. if you do, I hope you'll be in for a treat. <laughs> Because I know we will be. So, but yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. You can find us on all the lovely things on 
Twitter and Instagram at ongakadu. You can find the site at ongakadu.com. You can find me on Twitter at otyken1. You can find our two affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Japanese Twitch streamer. And he's going through all the lovely horror games. I'm pretty sure that he was literally jumping for joy for Ghostwire Tokyo. So oh was I. God. So was I. For it's particular reasons. It's spooky. <laughs> oh boy. That game is going to make me want to play a spooky game. <laughs> Same here. Same here. But yeah. You can find him at twitch.tv slash curryhunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also go see our other affiliate, TimberTav. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right, and he does English covers of popular anime songs also. He did the ending for, I th- no, it was the opening for the, uh, that time I did a re- I got reincarnated as a slime. He did the English for- cover for that, and you can go check him out at twitch.tv slash timbertaft t-i-m-b-e-r-t-a-f-t you can find gray at ongaku gray you can find luna at luna marie 87 and where can we find you Renford? yes you can find me at twitter uh at mark Rensford with an extra d so at mark r-e-n-t-f-o-r-d-d but yeah, I want to thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakadu. This is Ken saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. Yes, and this is Benford signing out as well. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you.